Welcome back to the Black Broken Anxious podcast. My name is Junan and I'm your host. And today we have a special guest. Now we've been planning this for ages and we've been oh, stopping ages. and starting, stopping and starting. <laughs> but you know what? We're finally here. So yeah. I'm glad to introduce Ria from Refit onto the platform. Thank you for joining me today. And we're just going to be talking about life like your PCS story what made you get into the fitness thing I'm going to be shaming up myself because I ain't no fitness fanatic <laughs> as you can see and so yeah welcome how are you how are you feeling hi hi everyone I'm feeling fine I'm feeling good thank you so much thank you so much for letting me on this platform it's so funny because I think Bay, shout out to Bay posted you because you had a story right you did a PCOS story and I always say this every time I see another black person like talking about PCOS I'm like I'm your best friend so I remember I was like talking to you and and then you came up to me were like oh I wondered if you would want me as a guest on your podcast and I was like listen we think alike because I've been thinking the same thing but I thought let me give it time let me just mm. you know ease it in ease mm-hmm. it in but you jumped to me. yeah you jumped to me you were like yes girl I'm ready I was like great let's do it so yeah I think what we're just going to talk about um what we want to start off with is just like your PCS story because I love hearing other people's PCOS story because yeah. everyone's different so if mm-hmm. you could tell us your PCS story yeah I'll try to do a timeline so I started my period in year seven um so by the time I was like 18 I believe I was having like irregular periods heavy periods inconsistent periods throughout my whole kind of youth childhood days and then when I was on when I was 18 the doctor offered me the contraception pill Mm -hmm. to help regulate my periods Mm -hmm. So I took it, but now thinking back, I feel like that was hiding some of the things of PCOS at a young yeah, age. Definitely. And yeah, and I see a lot of women who had said the same thing as well. Um, so they offered me the pill. I was on the pill until I was like 24. Well, I was kind of on and off it, but I was kind of taking it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, my periods became very regular, but my moods were crazy. Oh, Lord. Them, them pill-induced moods, boy. Yes. So I feel like when I came, when I was 24, I was like, no, I need to come off. So I came off and my periods were still irregular, still having bloating and the bloating was so severe. And um, I was having pain in my stomach area or just underneath my stomach, like my pelvis area. Mm. At the time, I didn't know what what it was. Um, So I was going A&E a couple of times as well. And they were saying it was ovulation pain. Yeah, I had the same kind of thing. Yeah, but oh my god, I thought I was in labor. You literally, is, I think because I remember I was on someone else's podcast and they were like, No, it's actually the cyst bursting. Oh, sh- really? Yeah, they, well, they didn't tell me that. They did not tell me that. <laughs> so, I don't know. All I know is I knew from then something's not right with me at this at 24, something was not right. This is not mm. right. The periods were not right, the irregular periods, the heavy bloating, the inconsistent of periods all of that something was not right with my body and mm. I needed to find out what it was mm. so um I was at the time I was working in a very stressful workplace and but they kept saying to me go back to your doctor go to your doctors and say you need to look at me look at look at my body something's not right 
So cut long story short, I went there three times. On the third visit, they finally gave me an ultrasound. Okay. And the way I got this ultrasound, I had to cry to my doctor. Listen. Yeah, because the other visits, he was just dismissive. You're stressed. You're yeah. stressed. Oh, you're, yeah. you're overweight. Yeah. You're overweight. You're stressed. Yeah. You're overweight. Yeah. That was what I was getting. And my the women I worked with, a lot of them were white women. And they were saying, no, really, you need to go and cry and say that you're depressed, saying that you're skipping work. You have to say them things. Because as strong black women, sometimes we don't want to say that. No. Definitely. And sometimes when we don't say that, we don't get the help because they're not taking us seriously. Yeah, you've got to go to the extreme. And it's really sad that you have extreme. to go to the extreme just and to I'm, have an ultrasound. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm, I was lying because I, maybe I didn't put two and two together. I think I was depressed mm. because I, at the end of the day, as the woman, for me, I'm not having regular periods. That means something's wrong. Yeah. You know, definitely. that means as a woman, my body's not doing what it should be doing. Should be doing. Definitely, yeah. And I wasn't on the pill at this point. So I went and I said what I said to the doctor, finally gave me an ultrasound and told me, oh, yeah, you do have PCOS and the way you can manage it is by losing weight. That's it. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Don't you feel shame, though? I, I would have been like, don't you feel shame? I've had to come to you while I'm exactly. like, like acting like I'm dying, which I, I'm depressed, for you to tell me that I've yeah. got PCOS and something actually wrong with me. Don't you feel shame? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, what age am I at now? I think 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25. I was in a relationship as well. So, this mm-hmm. was kind of, um, I think, where my anxiety started kicking in. Because at this point, I was overweight. I've been diagnosed with something I've never heard of. And I don't, mm-hmm. what, I don't know what the hell it means. I just know that I need to lose weight. I don't know how. Um, at this point in the relationship, I was kind of like, was was kind of serious and pregnancy was on the conversation mm-hmm. and you know when I researched PCOS is like it mentions um it can cause some infertility mm-hmm. you know but you can get pregnant but mm-hmm. also I was just a bit I was confused everyone's I confused. was really lost yeah. if I you know it's only now that I speak about it people are coming to me saying they've got it Mm. Whereas before, I had no idea who. Do you know Literally. what I mean? Yeah, because I have a neighbor. I said I mentioned it before. I have a neighbor, and she was like, "Oh, Juna, and I saw you on um, Black Ballad. You got PCOS. I got PCOS. Me and this girl grown up together. Wow. <laughs> and we did, and we didn't know yeah. each other had PCOS. It's mad. It's, it's actually so mad. mad. It's so common. It's so, so common, common, but it's not spoken about enough. No, no, not it's at not. all. So, um, yeah, I was in a relationship and um, I thought, you know, like eventually me and him will have a child. Mm. And, you know, I started not liking the way I felt. Um, I was getting quite anxious, the fact that can I actually have a child? Because I'm not going to lie, there's numerous occasions where I could have got pregnant and it wasn't happening. Happening, yeah. So something is still not right. And at this point, I'm still overweight. um, And... I still had irregular periods and I wasn't, that means I'm not ovulating properly as well. So um, at night, when you know anxiety kicks in when you're worrying about your future sometimes. So yeah, that was me. Um, Just up at night, ear picking. I think that's where it began, the ear picking. Oh, ear picking. Yeah. They call it, um, there is a fancy word, but I can't remember the name. It begins with a D. And, but there's also a word called, um, what's it called? Compulsive skin picking disorder. I think I've had that. 
Mm. I think I've had that and I think it's bad I think when I get a new piercing Mm. it's gonna sound so nasty but Mm. like when it scabs over that's when the addiction comes in to like pick it pick it pick it pick it pick it yeah so my thing is it's not your that's exactly kind of what I do but Mm. it's not a new piercing it's my just my first piercing you know the normal ear pierce mm. but I constantly pick that but I'm picking it more because it's scabbed ah so it's more addictive it's more addictive yeah yeah, yeah and you. I think um you know that was a part of the anxiety because sometimes you're I feel like I was so anxious about whether I can have a child um and also how I felt within myself mm. when I'm when I'm reset when I was researching more about PCOS is like sometimes the anxiety comes from your physical symptoms like I start to feel not happy with myself and my body, not even because of the weight, but like the periods. For me, I think honestly, I'm so hot on periods because Listen, if my periods are not coming every month, if I'm not on contraception, then I don't feel like my body's doing what it meant to be doing. And they always say periods that. are annoying. Yeah, but as yeah. a woman, it 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 gives you the reminder that your body is doing what it's supposed to do. So, because we're so sensitive I like we're so in tune with our periods and we're so sensitive to our periods yeah. like anything stress yeah, yeah. periods gone periods exactly. out the window it exactly. ain't coming and that's how you know like something's not right because because once your period doesn't come or your period's irregular or it's over heavy or because yeah I remember like since learning into this whole like PCOS and periods I've yeah. learned that my periods have not been normal from the jump from the jump, this is why I tried the to jump. the timeline. From the <laughs> jump, like even me having really bad period pains, that's not normal, you know. Yeah, it's not. And pain I didn't know that. Pain, yeah. You're not supposed to have. It's supposed to be a little twinge. You're supposed to have, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what do you mean mm-hmm. a twinge? I've never known such a thing. Oh. I used to throw up on my periods. Can oh, you imagine? Yeah. And then you're telling me that you're supposed to have a, a slight twinge, or you're supposed. It's not supposed to be so heavy. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like little bits of blood. What? Mm-hmm. I've, I've never known such a thing in my life. It's mad. It's mad. It's crazy. It is crazy. And they don't teach you these things. No. Nope. Especially, I think, when I was in year six. Yeah, I was in year six when I had um, the sex education thing. And psh, did she tell me anything of this? No. Nope, I just remember like... condom on. on a banana. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I don't even know if we got that. I don't even know if we got that. All no, we got was that a... one. We got that one. You? All I, I got was like, a video. About, like, my periods being so heavy or... Yeah. They really yeah. need to change it. It's actually crazy. But yeah. I didn't even learn how to put a tampon in. No, I didn't learn that either. I didn't even know what a tampon was. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't even know, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was just like, what is that? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. You know what I mean? So I, I just feel, and this is why I feel like when women are talking about it, it's so important that somehow it gets pushed down to the younger girls yeah somehow I don't know how but hopefully somehow I just hope because I'm like looking at my little nieces I've got little nieces and I've got little cousins Mm. like I just don't want them to have the kind of same kind of Mm -hmm. upbringing in the sense that you know periods of every secret you're not supposed to talk Mm. about them and stuff like that whereas nah like we need to talk about it because it's so important to our health if your periods are you are off so you Mm. so we need to know but Mm. yeah so with the anxiety, what other symptoms mm. did you have or that you now realise? 
with anxiety mm-hmm. uh social anxiety oh lord <laughs> that was Such just anxiety, i used to get friend. ready for my best friend's like birthday anything like my friend's birthdays used to fully get ready then not go yeah same literally just not even go i've i've lost friendships doing that like yeah i'm coming i'm coming you don't see me nowhere i'm in my house and i'm not even gonna pretend about it because i think because i didn't know what it was at the time and then i was embarrassed yeah i kind of put up a front Mm. like i'm not sorry yeah kind of thing and that's what made it even worse in the end yeah yeah, yeah. so so definitely social anxiety and I think for me as well it's lack of sleep I can't sleep for nothing I was just just about to touch on that yeah Yeah. you just said you laying up just thinking literally that's me as well picking my ear from I just I just overthinking about my life like and you know just I'm not happy something I couldn't hit the nail on the head what it was I couldn't hit it that's a depression probably yeah and I think Mm. it's just um a part of the PCOS symptoms as well that I didn't know at the time was a part of it you know because mm. the doctor don't tell you that it just tells you to go about your business and lose weight literally <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say they say oh yeah just that's lose weight anything i remember that's where i'm not even exaggerating no you're not i know you're not exaggerating because you're not the first person to say that do you absolute know what i mean nonsense absolute nonsense and it's like when it's like when you think about it and you learn about so many things about PTRS, you're like oh that's why that happens to me yeah I think when I realized that PCOS affects like your hair yeah and how you can have thin hair like you you don't look like you got thin hair look at that hair (laughs) but for me I have thin hair and I didn't know like why I have such thin hair come to find out about PCOS and I'm like oh there you go yeah but you don't tell me that so I've been going through years of like you know because I'm like black women you know what we are about our hair do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so the fact that I didn't have like thick Mm. hair was like oh why don't I have thick hair and then I come to find out like when I'm learning about PCOS oh this is Mm. the reason why I don't have thick of hair and this is the reason why my hair will never be thick and now I'm at peace with it that's good I don't fight it anymore that's good you find ways to learn to manage it just deal with it yeah just deal with it like do you think like with you and your exercising is it a way that helps you manage it yeah 100 percent. I think um because basically like I was overweight and then I wasn't losing the weight Mm. and that was kind of I was thinking what am I doing wrong what am I doing wrong so when I started researching more into PCOS nutrition and do self-management and discipline (laughs) honestly when I stopped when I started going to the gym after I stopped basically after I stopped stressing about my weight and just focusing on my my mood and my my mental health my well-being and just how I feel about myself Mm -hmm. the fitness thing just it just the weight loss just came the fitness just came naturally it all became just a habit to help me manage PCOS do you know what I mean there's living with it and then there's managing it and I'm just learning how to manage it and that's literally changed my life because I've had regular periods from the jump from when I've been doing that so when did you start when did you start to like manage it uh with the fitness thing yeah uh I'm 30 now so 27 okay that's good that's a good that's a good time like three years yeah yeah 
Three years. Yeah, Three that's, years. that's a good amount of time. You see? Before I was, I was going gym, jumping on the scales, checking my weight, nothing shifted. I was doing a lot of high intensity, like boot camp, weight not shifting. Couldn't put my finger on what's going wrong. And then when I started looking at nutrition and PCOS nutrition, like whole wheat, um, high fiber foods, um, a lot of fatty fish, mackerel, salmon, things like that. You don't need to drop out meat necessarily. Mm. Um, but yeah, and the dairy. So I actually dropped out dairy because um, I became lactose intolerant. Okay. But you know what they say about dairy with PCOS, mm. it gives you high testosterone. Te- te- yeah, but um, I think when I started researching more and just changing my lifestyle, I think yeah, it just my I reversed my symptoms. Not all of it. I still get a hair on my chin chin. A chin chin chin. Yeah, I still I get do it. a lot of ear picking time to time. But you know, I've definitely I'm in a happier place now than what I was when I didn't know how to manage it. But that's good because I think only. Like I have the tools to manage. So I've mm. recently just learned about PCOS. I learned about mm. PCOS, what, last year during lockdown. Um, mm. And, yeah, I have the tools to manage it. But I still can't bring myself to to do the exercise. So now I know what you're talking about in the sense of your um, when it becomes a thing of, I guess I'm trying to interpret is where you said, oh, I'm not trying to actively lose weight. I'm more trying to look after myself and it becomes easier. I still am in the mind frame and I think I need to really get out of that mind frame that I need to lose weight. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. So I know that like me losing like just to help with my sugar because I've got insulin resistance I know I've got insulin resistance mm-hmm. I don't have um well I don't have any symptoms of high testosterone um when I was first diagnosed it was in my blood work but I think my blood work's changed since then um mm-hmm. but I definitely have that insulin resistance so when it becomes when you have insulin resistance you know you're more likely to have diabetes and so forth mm-hmm. so in in the sense I'm more looking after myself in regards to my eating yeah. But when it comes to exercise, I still can't get out of my mind that I'm exercising to look after myself and not exercising to lose weight. Mm. That makes mm. sense. Mm-hmm. And I think I really need to have a talk with myself to say, <laughs> like, <laughs> exercise, this exercise, you don't have to come and kill yourself. Like you just said, you don't have to be doing extreme boot camps or because I'm so used to that lifestyle. And I'm, I can definitely yeah. resonate when you said that because I used to do that. I used to do the boot camps. I used to well, do the spinning. Right. I used to do the yeah. steps. I used to do, I used to do, you know, and I did enjoy it. a combination of both. So, you know, I was doing, when it started to kick in and start to work the weight loss, I think I was doing like um, body pump, which is, which is weight resistance training. It's mm. a class. Mm. And then I was doing spin class. But I was also doing Pilates. Mm. Pilates was good for my anxiety, I cannot lie. You know what? I need that's what I need to get back into. I need to get Honestly. back into and that tones you as well. You don't even realise it's hard. It's not it's okay. I don't want to put you off before it comes. <laughs> it's not that hard. Pilates. Mm. Mm. I wanna try it. Like, I do wanna it. try it. Yeah. I do want to try it. I do want to try Pilates. I do want to try because, like you said, the, the Pilates is helping with your anxiety, and I want something yeah. that like double hits it. So I'm exercising, 
plus yeah. I'm helping my anxiety so I started to walk That's I mean good. I don't walk every day yeah. but I do try on a mm. lunchtime break especially now I work from home a lot um but I do I can't my social anxiety I can't bring myself to go back to the gym mm. I have to work myself up to that point and it takes me a very long time to work mm. myself to that point to That's become like, that regular go gym, like, do you know what to do in the gym that gives you another anxiety right right so like I remember when I used to go gym and I, I know everyone knows about there's a mandem area right so we're from the UK so there's a mandem and like there's a mandem area it's always a weights area it's a mandem area I had like fear of that area. I was so fearful I was fearful to walk past that area Ooh. and I got a PT and mm-hmm. slowly, like, because she would bring me to the area, innit? and I'd be like, I don't want to go to the area. I don't want to go to the area. Oh. And so slowly I started to get the confidence to actually go in that area, like, by myself. Yeah. But now I have to start that all over yeah. again. Yeah. And that's the thing. I don't know if I could bring myself to go back to the Mandem area. Mandem area is not the one. Mandem area, you know. <laughs> that's what I call it, the Mandem area, because it's just a is Mandem. That is that to do the weight? Yeah, so it's the weights. Like I use, I don't know what they're called. Like I don't even yeah. know what the equipment's called. All I know okay. is that you push it with your. Half the people in there don't even know. Good, because like I feel shame. <laughs> I feel like because yeah, I'm yeah, like I don't even know what it's called. All I know is that you push it with your foot mm. up and down. That's the one I like, and mm. I think there was one with my arms that I really enjoyed using. Mm. But yeah, it's just it's it's a lot, really. It's a lot. So that's when, why just oh. touch sorry that's kind of why like, I want to go into like supporting women like one-to-one coaching with PCOS because mm. I do dance I used to do dance classes online mm. so for them to do it in their home yeah 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 yeah. something a bit enjoyable of a way to lose weight have you not thought about doing that again yeah yeah well I wasn't one-to-one when I was doing I was doing like a group oh, okay okay that was okay, when okay. I was working from home and then um obviously I got a new job and then routine change etc but I will go back. I am going to go back and do it one-to-one, I think. Okay. Because I know a lot of the time we don't want to go gym and you don't have to go gym and you don't have don't. to use these weights. Wait, there's no. other ways you can do it. And most is. of the time is, yeah, you need, most of the time is looking after your nutrition. And that's what I found the hard. You know, I found that very easy. I think, because, no, oh. I did not find it easy. Nice. Because I'm stubborn. So mm-hmm. when so when it's like you want to cut out dairy, I won't cut it out. I'll cut down. Yeah, yeah I should say sorry. I cut down. I still have I had pizza the other day. That was no dairy free pizza. See, <laughs> I should have so, sorry. I should have emphasized. I'm not comp- completely dairy free. It's mm. more I can't have straight milk like cereal. I have to use almond. Okay. Yeah. Milk. Yeah. 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 Got you got you yeah definitely these are you the cheese one. i can take i might get a bit of bloating after but i can deal with that i can run with that yeah it's the it's worth the risk <laughs> it's worth the risk hagen does ice cream now that's that is that's my weakness the strawberry cheesecake flavor because i if i eat that my belly is cutting <laughs> oh lord can you imagine and then you think is it actually worth it that's like my mum with five guys vanilla milkshake she'll have to take a whole load of tablets diarrhea tablets and say yeah I'm gonna have it 
And I'm like, wow, mum, it's not worth it. She's like, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> one time, innit? One time. One time. It's all right. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, with my kind of nutrition, it's more cutting down than cutting out. Mm. And I think with the dairy, mm. like you, I'm not lactose intolerant, but I tend to not drink straight up milk. So I started to have oat milk. Have I cut down on cheese? No. Well, yeah, mm. I, I like to say when well, I had pizza, so mm. maybe not. But yeah, I'm like you. I don't, I just cut down on things. I don't completely cut out. No, I don't really believe in cutting out, to be fair. Yeah, because. Um, so, well, yeah, no, nah, it's really cut down. But like white pasta and me are not best friends. We used oh. to be. But I used to eat that and get severe bloating, man, like painful bloating. Is it? Oh, so you like gluten free? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not gluten free. Nothing, <laughs> nothing gluten free really tastes nice to me. If I, mean. I haven't even tried it. I'm, I just, I know. I it's tried the bread nice. one time. It was just like, wow. But um, it's not easy being gluten free. So whoever's listening and is gluten free, well done to you guys. I haven't but, even tried it. White I, pasta. I don't know what's in white pasta but I te- well it's not even white pasta it's white carbs can give me a lot of bloat and that must be hard because um if I'm correct in saying if I'm wrong you're from West Af- you're West African you're from West Africa Ghana right and Jamaica and Jamaica so you love you love off rice yeah we love but how are you dealing rice. health is wealth man true it's true, I think that's man. my, you know, health is wealth. And I I just remember how, where I've come from in terms of what I used to be like and how I used to feel within myself. So mm. I don't really want to go back to that place, if I'm honest. Yeah. That's so it's about finding a moderation. And I'm a quite I'm quite disciplined when it comes to working out. So I feel like if I'm going to go somewhere and they have jollof rice or if I fancy jollof rice or rice and peas, I'm going to have it. Mm. I have a small portion of it mm. to be comfortable with that I'm not mm. gonna cut it out completely when I have kids I'm not gonna not let them eat it I'm not really gonna be like that because mm. the, the thing about for me is a sustaining a, a lifestyle that I can keep up right there you go yeah if I keep cutting out if I cut out these things completely when I do come across it I'm gonna binge on it mm. definitely so. and that's the thing like when I look on like the community now it's a lot of cutting out and mm. I don't know how to sustain that so yeah. like they say you gotta go gluten free you gotta yeah. go dairy free you've got yeah. to do it and I'm like but I'm not being funny mm. how am I supposed to enjoy life mm. do you get what I mean like mm. how like obviously now I'm older I'm um, 33 like mm. we don't go out to like rave we go to brunch that's what we do. We go to the brunch and the rape. So what do you expect me to eat when I go to the brunch? Because I went out yesterday and I've even done like a TikTok video. I went Shaka Zulu and I posted what I eat. Oh yeah, I uh, saw that. It looked nice. Did you? You got yeah. me on TikTok? No, not on TikTok. I saw you posted it on Instagram. Oh, or you right, did, Or you did like her stories or something like yeah, that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I show what I eat if I go out because... Um, I just think everything should be in moderation, to be honest. Mm. But if the if the restaurant don't have options of gluten free, I don't know. I don't. I'm not a gluten free person, to be honest. I'm yeah. not. Do you know what I mean? Pizza is so widely 
um spreaded across everyone who's got it so they might have different reactions to certain foods so i guess it's based yeah. on their reaction their preference. exactly so yeah. for you it seems like mostly it's because your body reacts badly to the yeah. food yeah, so yeah, yeah. And, and and in that case then of course then definitely you need to like find an alternative to yeah. find an alternative yeah. but for me or what I see on um on Instagram it's like oh you need to cut this out if you want to have regular periods you need to cut that out because yeah or you need to do this type of exercise and I'm like well sometimes it's not that's not sustainable and sometimes yeah, like, like you just said go on sorry no, I was just going to say that course is probably more stress and pressure to the person and the cortisol level rises and it just becomes a vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. <laughs> very vicious. And that's, I think, when I first learned about PCOS, I was very overwhelmed mm. with what I should and what I shouldn't be doing. Mm. And then I realised, but Gina, you're really stubborn. You're not going to listen anyway. So it just, I kind of just went over my head. <laughs> but I... Like I do encourage whatever for people out there, like what's best, do what's best for you. Whatever you think is helping you, do it. Yeah. But one thing I do believe in is early intervention. Yes. So like, for example, if you want to have a baby and things like that, like down the line, your later years, Mm. work on yourself now before you come to the point where you want to have a baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because. Make small changes now to have a big impact on on when you're ready to try start trying and the joke thing is most people find it's really annoying because most people find out when they're wanting to try and have a baby do you get what I mean most of these most people are like um they're trying for ages ages still had the symptoms but Mm -hmm. as as what as what we do we keep it to ourselves we internalize it and it's only until they come to say okay I'm not I'm not getting pregnant and then they go to the doctors and then they realize oh no you've got PCOS and they're like oh like why did I not sometimes I don't know for me I got diagnosed early I think I was Mm. 17 I don't know whether but even then if I was diagnosed early I wouldn't have known anything because there was nothing out there (laughs) you know what I mean so it wouldn't have made a difference anyway because there was nothing (laughs) out there I knew I had PCOS but there was nothing out there for me to actually start to take action because I didn't know anything it's true it's so true but um what made you because I remember I saw you on wound based page so what made you want to tell your PCOS story it was a bit like just helping other people who was who is or was in my shoes Mm. you know feeling lost feeling like what do I do there's so much research blah 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 and um because when I when I was um when I made the changes in my life I actually didn't have someone who I followed Mm. for for some advice Mm -hmm. I just kind of went done my own thing that makes sense I didn't follow anyone on Instagram who had it or anything like that um I just kind of self-researched and listened to my body and really you know watched my symptoms and things like that to see how I'm I'm dealing with it and how my body's reacting to the tools that I'm using Mm. as a way to get through it if that makes sense so I feel like if I if I put someone out there for someone to kind of be able to look at and see oh what she's doing let me try that and see if that works with me that can help someone if that makes sense well it's helped me because I bought resistance bands I saw (laughs) I saw I saw that real because I I I lost like 42 what how much I lose 42 pounds or something like that Mm. 
within like nine months or a year so just from making lifestyle changes and fitness and things like that so I just feel like if I put my story out there a bit more it can probably help someone some way Mm. but um also another reason why I wanted to share it is you know I'm quite proud of myself if I'm honest so you should be because it is so hard as you know to have PCOS yeah and you know I didn't believe it until when people like real like oh my god you've come so far do you know what? I didn't even realize the comparison of my pictures until one day I put them t- together and I was like was that how big I actually was like mm. my stomach constantly bloating and just there and you, you know and it's just it. making changes in your life that can make a big impact on yourself so I was quite proud of myself so I thought no you know I have to give myself some credit yeah because if we don't give ourselves some credit who will exactly you're definitely right you're definitely right people are saying you know you should share it like share it you know because like a lot of pieces women were coming to me and saying like uh, you know what you've done is amazing I would like to achieve that and you know I need help doing that so I thought let me share it and just help people a bit more because they're coming to me yeah definitely you definitely have like I said you have inspired me to buy um the resistance band because you did a reel where you were just in your house and see this is the thing you were just in your house and that's what yeah. I like you're just in your house and you had weights on you and I think you were well I'm doing the motion but I don't know what it's called but you yeah, were doing yeah. that right yeah right so then I was like well that doesn't seem that hard and <laughs> I see I see those pictures though you looking the body is looking fly so I'm like, listen, if, she's, if that's all she's doing, I can get the resistant bands and be living large. <laughs> the thing is, you can, like, yeah. you can, honestly, like, you can. If you want to do it, do it. Self-discipline, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, from when it's affecting my social life and how I feel about myself, like, something needs to change. I can't, it wasn't solely for weight loss, and that's what I want to keep putting out there. Mm. Mm. just my well-being if you want to call it that it's your it's your it's your yeah like it's on a whole it's, it's not whole. just it's, it's not, not just to fit in that dress and just to look fly it's literally yeah. my mental well-being yeah. my physical well-being to manage my periods to manage that your pieces so how I'm long have right. you had a regular period for is it since you started so like what three years yeah mm. that yeah that's yeah. sweet that's that's see that's what it is it's just health as well like I was talking to another person in one of the other episodes and we were talking about like she was like if I had known that all mm. I had to do was go to the gym three mm. times a week to get a regular period mm. I would have done it straight away mm. I wouldn't have been here like looking mm. for answers and figuring out things if I had mm. known that I could go to the go and exercise at the mm. gym three times a week and get a regular period I would mm. have started ages ago wow and I think that's a, that's one thing I think you're trying to teach people just that I don't want to overwhelm people like oh my god I gotta do this amount of exercise did it yeah. no just make small changes honestly yeah it's just small changes and it's, it it's trial and error definitely if PCOS is always trial and error it there's is. never going to be any like it's not going to be a straight line you're always going to make mistakes but I think it's good because then it's kind of it's for you if that makes sense it's not for everyone else this is for you and your own personal thing so that's what I guess you know what I was 
in a way of starting my fitness thing and my nutrition changes I think I've been working on my hormones which is why my periods have become very regular mm. must be that. so I'm uh, what my point is I'm working from inside out yeah you know I have, I'm working on changes inside me to help with physical changes as well I think that's what I'm trying to say basically. no yeah yeah so you're trying to work what's going on on the inside whatever's working on the inside is showing on the outside yeah you're not just trying to work on an aesthetic you're actually trying to clean not clean up but you're trying to fix (laughs) what's inside there inside exactly yeah yeah. I get I totally understand hormone balance a bit yeah how's your moods then Mm, girl (laughs) I love that you dropped that in because you know I'm still struggling right (laughs) (laughs) oh lord um moods yeah uh, I think you mentioned it on your platform your your live talk when you said like before periods or someone mentioned it it might not necessarily be you before your period Ooh, you just feel <laughs> oh, I think, right. I think I you know, it, was, it was me and Amina that said that with the like before your periods that PMS oh, like, it's it's a, it will kill you look how look how extreme like like your moods can be from just a week before your period to your period I could cry over mm. the most dumbest thing yeah mm. and then <laughs> and then I go to the toilet it's gonna sound graphic I go to the toilet I wipe mm. I look I said oh okay I'm on my period oh that's why I cried mm. because the elephant at the mango there you go mm. Mm. exactly I hear you you just get so overwhelmed over things it's, that's not a big deal and I guess because you're think, gone. Yeah, my head feels heavy in terms of like, I feel like everything's just on my shoulders, on my head, like just heavy. Everything just feels bigger than what it is. Is it like, because I guess you, as as well as having PCOS and as well as having to deal with like the um, mental health aspect, yeah. you also have to live your life in the sense that you've got to go to work, you've got to interact yeah. with people. Yeah. And things like that can affect your mood. Yeah, like, and I work with mental health patients, so it's like I've got to be on game. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even feel on game in supporting the mums that I work with, like the women who have mental health. Mm. And I guess it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Because it tough. you've got to sort yourself out and then you're going to have to be there for someone else mm. as well. It's tough. But it's just finding tools to help you manage that. And I know I keep banging. I'm not trying to be like a everyone should go gym I'm not that kind of person but fitness is if I don't go gym at least Mm. three times a week if I've missed that kind of routine I feel so shit really I feel absolutely shit I used to feel like that I feel feel, not even like oh my god I feel fat not that kind of talk I just feel like upset yeah just upset Mm. Uh, the word is upset I feel Mm. so upset like oh my god and as soon as I go gym I just feel good. Like, I feel amazing. It's them endorphins. It's them endorphins yeah. coming out. Well, can I swear? Yeah, yeah, I always swear. I just feel like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, what the fuck is wrong? What nothing's wrong with you? <laughs> who was that? Who was that girl was upset about that? <laughs> so what if he didn't text back? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll go to the gym and gym it out. Like I used to use the gym yeah. as a form of like. Frustrate. I was very. I used to be very frustrated. 
I don't know what I was frustrated about. I couldn't put my finger on it. And I was just very agitated. Maybe it's anxiety. Very agitated, very frustrated. And I remember one thing that helped with that was spinning. That's how, yeah. Spinning was my first group exercise that I've done. I love Mm, it. I love it. And I don't know why people don't like it. Literally, you just sit on a bike and you just ride. It mashes up your pump. Because it's not comfortable. No, but you've got to get the right kind of... So I always, when I used to go, you have to pick a certain bike and you've got to put it at the right height and tilt yeah. it at the right, like, angle and angle. then you're good to go. That's why people don't like it. They're like, how do you sit on that, Ria? But, oh, then again, but they don't even tell you to sit down. They're more telling you to sit up, sit down, go forward. Ooh. So most of the time you're not even sitting. And if you play a good playlist, yes. I don't even think about it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm I into love the playlist. Pilates. I, to be honest, I combine Pilates with meditation. Oh. I don't know if that's what you're meant to do. But when I'm doing some of the exercise, I'm just concentrating on my mind and my body connection and just being at peace with myself. Like That sounds very interesting. Yeah, how do you do that? You know how hard it is with someone with a bit of anxiety to be still and concentrate on your breathing? I don't think it was so hard, but it is. Yeah, because with anxiety, we just think about bare stuff. Yeah, like bare things that are just flying in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But Pilates um, helped with, with uh, my mood as well. Okay. I think I'm going to try and start. Because I was, um, there was this um, yoga for anxiety. There was a page that was doing um, classes and they do free classes. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I don't know why I just didn't do it. I think mm. it's because I don't have space in my room to do it. But I think excuse probably is. <laughs> <laughs> but I can do. This is the thing. This is this is my problem. I am cool. Yeah, with doing it. I it's just to get me to do it. It's true. So I am cool. Like, what is your? What, you gotta think. What is your motivation? Like, How, if you want like, change, that thing in it? That quote. That you know, if you want change, you gotta make change. That yeah, kind of thing. That's gotta be it. So health is wealth. That's my motivation. Sorting out this PCOS, that's my motivation. And so far, it it's just hitting the exercise real. Like food wise, water wise, I'm getting there. Like just to get me to do the exercise, that's the problem. It's not to do it. I can do it. I just don't. The hardest bit is starting. Starting. There you go. That is fact. I believe that. That's that it. is fact. So yeah, I don't know if I actually mentioned that I got diagnosed when I was 26. So I got diagnosed when I was 26 and then I was my heaviest at 27. Okay. Okay. Oh, you got diagnosed. Yeah, I think you said I think you said that you uh, oh, so it was only a year after. Yeah. Oh. So some See, that's very quick. That was my you know heaviest. What? I was still heavy at 26, but my heaviest was 27. 7. Yeah, and that's when you decided to look into it, yeah, to mm. make the changes at 27. That mm-hmm. makes complete sense. So mm. what is the future for Refit? Uh, what is the future? To keep pushing it out there. <laughs> and for it to just be, get discussed so much more, like, mm. the amount of DMs I get and things on t- TikTok, like, from these are girls from America, probably, as well. Mm. Like, oh, my God, um, what did one of them say? Oh, my God, watching your videos made me go to the doctors and try and get it sorted out like you've actually saved my life I don't know what she was exactly going through but 
it made her want to actually go to a doctor and say, no, something is wrong with my, my body. I need to find out what it is. So, yeah, just to put it out there much more for it to get discussed more. And, you know, I think younger girls should get educated about it a bit more as well, if I'm honest. Definitely. Um, also support women more and help maybe reverse some of their symptoms through lifestyle changes. Also do some one-to-one coaching. One-to-one coaching. Okay. Yeah. One-to-one coaching. Well, you're doing well so far because the page is popping. Thank you. Thank you very much. And even yeah. if, and the fact is, you got me to get resistance bands. So whatever you're doing yeah. is working. And, and these little comments that, you know, some people might say like, that's not a big thing. No, that is a big thing. It is a big thing. It is a big thing. Like, I don't expect girls or whoever to come at me and be like, do you know what? I've lost so much weight. No, if you've gone and bought resistance bands or if you've gone and went to your doctors even, even mm. that is a big thing. You know, like even me crying to my doctor was a big thing. And going back on the third time, like I could have gave up. Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? And then you think, what would, what would have happened? What would have happened? What would have happened? If I left it and then I got to an age where I actually wanted, you know, I was probably married or had kids, wanted kids, and then I couldn't, and I don't know why. And then they tell me, you know how disheartened I would have been yeah. if I didn't go back yeah. so and get that def- visit. But... It's definitely, so I think a takeaway from this episode is keep fighting them doctors. <laughs> Cry your eyes. No, that's not the takeaway. But the takeaway is... Listen I to think you know listen yourself to yourself. There. Yeah. Health is wealth. Listen to your body. Whatever's working for your body, continue doing. Yeah, and 100%. don't come and kill yourself. Mm. Mm. So I can't mm. come and kill you. I can't. And well, also, I'm, like, don't be not saying anyone is, but don't be selfish. Like, life is hard. Adulting is the ghetto. I think I saw it someone. Is actually the ghetto. You know, if you share your tips through discussion with others at your work colleagues like or whatever like share it just mm. not if you're comfortable I should say mm-hmm. you know when they're asking you like I come in with my what do I have for breakfast my porridge and my, my oats and my um what do you call them blueberries because they're very good for um what is it acetone I can never say these words man I can, type I can them, never but... say these words I've been like have you not, do you not see me on the live I was like Amina I can't say the word can you say it for me <laughs> they're good for they're good for your ovaries yeah in, yeah. in plain English blueberries <laughs> are good for you and let me tell you coming from me I used to hate them my mom used to try and shove them down my throat not literally but she'll say eat them eat them no I was not about them until I, I found I had PCOS you see me eat them <laughs> they're so good like so yeah I eat that with my porridge and I come into work and then you know the women ask me what am I eating some of the staff you know I work with a lot of African ladies who Mm. struggle with their bloating and things in their diet as well Mm. and they ask me what am I eating I tell them I'm eating okay and then next minute they're coming with their porridge and they're so it's just helping and sharing a bit tips and that you're comfortable with help others Yeah. yeah Because we don't, yeah, we don't so. usually do that. Just small changes, you know? Yeah, definitely. So but I think the future is just to keep pushing it out there, really. Well, I'm behind you, darling. I'm behind you. I'm... Thank you. No, the, the pages we like, listen, like I said, you got me to get the resistance band. I mean, I need to use them, yeah. but we, we just, yeah. we're on the step one. One hurdle at a time. Yeah, one hurdle at a time. <laughs> 
Yeah, but do you know how proud of yourself you'll be when you use them? Oh no, I'll be so proud. Yeah, because you know that feeling that you just said, like the endorphin, like you feel so good when you exercise. I miss that. Yeah, I do miss that. Like I felt like when I used to come out of spin class. Like my yeah. legs will be mashed up and I'll be mashed, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've taken on the world. Exactly. It's mad, isn't it? It's mad. So I definitely want that feeling back. And I definitely think talking to you, I am going to get that feeling back. I will. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to start. Like I said, I started walking. I just need to start using those resistance bands and mm-hmm. yeah, just get my, I get my well, my health because although yes, my eating, I'm trying to improve it and it's definitely working. Mm. I can't it can't be all about nutrition I think it's what is it 80% nutrition 20% exercise yeah so there you go so yeah oh actually I'll share some fitness tips so do compound exercises so high intensity Um. (laughs) (laughs) what's that (laughs) so funny right you do um so you could do high intensity, do your spinning classes or jogging or whatever. Mm. Something that's high intensity or you're walking or whatever. Do that. And you can do some low intensity, like a little bit of, I'm doing action, but I realise no one can see me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and even I don't know the words. In that. <laughs> What's the workout called? Um, what do we call? Push-ups. Weights. Yeah, with your arms and dumbbells. Arms. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And lunges and squats with resistance bands, anything like that. Um, a combination. So don't just always do something that's really high intensity because you'll pump too much cortisol and it's not good. And do you know what else? Yeah, with period pains, mm-hmm. if you do a bit of exercise, you yeah. actually kind of... Are you nodding because you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not painful though, yeah. But it's, it does help with the pain Definitely. in a weird way. Mm. If I walk literally for like five minutes, my period pains are gone and it will go for a good amount of time as well. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like I'm in pain. I don't want to exercise, but it <laughs> actually works. It actually it does. works. It does. It definitely it really does. does. Yeah, you know, so things like that. But yeah, thank you for joining thank me today. You. I really do appreciate it. I love talking to other people with PCOS. Like that's, I just love it. I just it's just not fun but it is fun yeah it's comforting it's comforting comforting to know there's other people out there that kind of understand what you're going through but definitely give Rhea Rhea a follow I will definitely have her tagged everywhere she's fitness I keep changing my name no because the last time I saw it was re underscore fit so you put fitness now yeah Ah, okay so it's re underscore fitness give her a follow tell her i said that i sent you over and to say hi and yeah uplift 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 because like i said this is a movement's happening and oh 100 and we need to we need to carry about on the movement. it's about <laughs> about time <laughs> way more is about time but yeah thank you for listening guys and i will see you oh in my next episode. Bye. Bye.